Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker! Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Andy, and joining me and my co-host, not Deion Sands of Primetime. Y'all, it's me, the P R I M E. Oh, yep. Yeah. Hey, look, bro, we back here with another podcast. Uh, man, we, we got a, we got a c- kind of a loaded one this week, also as well. Oh, which by the way, I didn't. I always supposed to ask you for you could get on air prior time. Did, did Did you see NXT and AEW this week? I ooh, did I? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I probably did. I don't remember. Okay. They, well, yeah, I I feel you on that one. Uh, so well, first off, you know, I, um, I'm in a more I'm in a more motivated mood. Let's put it that way. And also, one of my favorite basketball players is finally getting into the Hall of Fame. Which uh, shout out to my man C Webb. Chris Webb, don't 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 do this. Don't do this. Chris Webber, one of my favorite basketball players of all time, is finally for the tape. huh. Run through the tape. Run through the tape. It's finally getting uh, an accolade that he should have got years ago. But, you know, there's some issue. They play some kind of favoritism, stuff like that. And I was like... I don't think it's no favoritism. I think it's just they his, his declining years is why they probably why he didn't, like, go initially, I think. Well, I think it's also that, that, that whole thing that happened with... Uh, Michigan. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, stuff like that. But uh, I'm I'm just happy he's in the Hall of Fame. I really am happy that you know because that's one of my one of my favorite basketball players. In the class twenty, the class of twenty twenty one looks pretty dope. All of them people in there are well deserving. Yeah, uh, I mean Russell is cool as a coach, but like you said, who uh, Russell, Bill Russell. Cool uh-huh. as a coach, but like Hall of Fame, maybe, maybe, right? Well, I didn't think Bill Russell's going as a coach in the Hall of Fame. He's in as a coach. Oh well, well they have. I mean, Larry Bird should he, be in as a coach. To be honest with you. Yeah, I, mean, I, I was gonna say Larry Bird, but um, it's kind of a cheat for Russell because he was a player coach, so he was playing and coaching and winning championships. Yeah. So, like, that's a cheat, I, I would say, but sure. Yeah, well, like I said, this th- this class looks to be dope to me, and I'm so happy for Seaway finally getting in there. And, like, I, I could go on, on and on about Seaway, because, first of all, like, he deserves more All-Stars, more All-NBAs, more recognition and stuff like that. I understand the, the, the declining years also with his, with his knees and stuff like that, but um, still... Don't, don't, don't leave out Ben Wallace and Chris Bosh. Oh, Ben Wallace, I, I agree. Oh, ben Wallace, first of all, Ben Wallace, uh, uh, undrafted Hall of Famer. How about that? Okay, you mm-hmm. know. So I'm happy for Ben Wallace. I'm re- I'm really happy for Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh don't get 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 the, get the notoriety that he deserves. And um, they almost died on the court. Exactly, especially when they they, they, they came out their mouth a couple of weeks ago, and people they try to make conversations to talk about some. Uh, Julius Randle is better than Chris Bosch. Like, slow down. Slow down. It, it, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, but 
Yeah, it's like I say, it's a great, it's a great haul. For all the all them guys deserve it. Of course, Paul Pierce do, but ESPN ain't gonna say nothing about it. But you know, <laughs> but you know, y'all ain't coming for basketball. Y'all came in for wrestling, okay? Yeah. So uh, we gonna get up into that, but first we gonna make sure you guys show love to SpacesPhilly dot com, the production we are a part of. Make sure you guys check out SpacesPhilly dot com for all your. Uh, Black podcast needs right here in the city of Philadelphia. Make sure you guys check out the uh, Lulu Pop Plus One, the Mark and Dark Show, uh, both sides, and, and the Lulu Pop Horror Show. And uh, also, my man got a new podcast on that. I forgot the name of it, but I'll make sure when I get it, I'll let y'all guys know exactly about it. So uh, make sure you guys check out all that great stuff. And make sure you also uh, check out the Nerd Culture content on there as well as the No Gimme Team the Wrestling Podcast. Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, Jumped Off Sober Tongues, Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. Also, make sure you guys check out Balls Downs where we talk about sports. Y'all want to hear more about sports and what's going on in there, especially about the Hall of Fame classes that, that, that's been happening. And because uh, we'll just talk about the Hall of Fame of wrestling. Make sure you guys check out also the, all the podcast apps that we're a part of from Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Check out our snippets on YouTube Premium where this week, because of the death of New Jack, we are starting our No Gimmicks Needed Rewind section, where we're going to take snippets from our old podcast that uh, has been put up and it's been taken down now. We're going to be they're going to be remastered, and then we're going to put up all of the Dark Side of the Ring season two episodes that we reviewed. And this week, since we did uh, Nick Gage, well, we're going to, me and Prime going to review Nick Gage and talk about the death of New Jack. Uh, we're definitely going to put up the rewind of us talking about the review of the life and crimes of New Jack from Dark Side of Rings Season 2. So that starts this week as well. So make sure you guys stay tuned for all that great stuff. And uh, also, my main man, Primetime over here, you know, he go out there and do his thing. Make sure you guys check out every Friday Prime Nostalgia Podcast and Prime Conversations. So this past Friday, who we have on there, Prime? Uh... We had, well, I had one of my friends, uh, his name is Maxwell, he does like a radio, big iHeart name, uh, iHeart Radio and all that, but we talked about our favorite movie soundtracks, so, Ooh. you know, this is a good topic. Um, Did you, you know, put Space Jam on there? Space Jam is my number one, of course. Yo, Space Jam um, 2 is not going to be able to live up to that at all. Not at all, but, you know, we had our Space Jams and our Purple Rains and our you know, other movie soundtracks that, that we all like. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a good conversation. They see really like music and music and movies. Black Panther was very much talked about a lot through it. So oh, that was a pretty dope soundtrack. I heard you tag my wife in that joint also. Yeah, I was asking for uh, suggestions of, uh, of uh, people to suggest uh, songs or just stuff so we can read them all and see like, oh, yeah. People really had a lot of different soundtracks. She got a good one. She had um, she had like Love Jones. Yes. Uh, oh. She put the bodyguard in there. She. Oh, did she? I don't know. I, mm. I can't remember right now. But I, I knew she. Remember she did have a good. Uh, she had a good list. Mm-hmm. Oh no, she she had Superfly, Love Jones, Boomerang, oh, yeah. and Purple Rain. Mm. It's a pretty good one right there. She she she, she knows yeah. her stuff. She but knows uh stuff. yeah. Yeah. We just, you know, talk about soundtracks and a lot of people were very interested in uh, that talk. So we might have to bring something like that similar uh, back. Mm. Oh yeah, well hey, I, hey you you already know. That's pretty good. I would have added dead presidents. Mm. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, look, hey look, I like the I like the old school dead presidents. Um so yeah, uh, so that, that's what's going on. So we got a lot to talk about this week. Obviously, WrestleMania backlash happened. We usually would do the predictions on the show, but we it, it was too late. We already see WrestleMania uh, backlash. So there ain't no point to even try to act like we didn't see it. Give you all predictions. Just check out the check out the review. Uh, so I'm gonna start off because I was driving the car, and we might as well get get this out the way now. And I was I was literally. Uh, driving my kids to my in-laws house and i got the text that said hey from, from my main man probably saying i think he i ain't never got a text like this he said 
I think New Jack did or died. <laughs> and you know, the way he texted, it was a joke, right? So here's the thing. I'm telling y'all right now, don't ever text and drive. So I didn't, I, I'm telling y'all right now, I did not. So I was waiting for a red light. So you know, every time you wait for a red light, and it's like it always is, everything is green. And so, yeah, it's, yeah. so, so my, my wife was just like, wait a minute, what's what's wrong? What's going on? I said, I'm trying to confirm this news that Primetime just sent me. And she said, what is it? And I said, I can't say until he confirmed it. Okay, that's, that's what I was saying. <laughs> I couldn't say it until he confirmed it because I, I'm not going to even mention this into the universe. And then uh, Q-T, he said, yeah, SMH, he definitely did. And I was just like, oh, Sam. he was just like, oh, yeah. Because I was like, how that happened? And then I was well, like... <laughs> the only reason I said I think is because like five people posted a picture of New Jack with no caption, no heart, no nothing. Just like New Jack. Yeah. So they gave the Adam Sandler uh, tweet. Like I didn't know if like he was at a convention. I didn't know. Like it was just them and New Jack, just and just the picture. No exactly. sad, no sad like emojis. No, no captions. Nothing. Just one picture. Mm. Like five different people. And I was like, well, he's not trending. So like, did he die? I don't know. People, it's not funny to laugh, but you you had to understand where we coming from here. So I'm sitting there like, oh snap, dear. New Jay died. She said, what? And she said, I'm going to be honest with you. Out of all the crazy things this motherfucker could have died from, she said, what did he die from? She said, it better be like choking on a pretzel or nothing like that. And then I said, no, Prop said he had a heart attack. And I, she said, that's not, that's not the way I expect the New Jack to go. <laughs> and that's just to be, be covered in cocaine like the, that one dude. Bruh, I... I thought it was gonna be like Scarface, you know. He just get he just get a whole face full of cocaine, and then he just sit there and just, you know curse everybody out. And somebody's coming there and just take him out. He just go out there going down cursing. That's funny. Well, it's not funny, but you know the, the, the premise is exactly. So Jerome Young, New Jack, passed away. Was at the age of fifty eight? Yeah. Yeah. 58. Yeah, from a heart attack and. That also shows because he he's been through a lot, and now once again we just seen the dark side of the ring, the life of times of New Jack. They came out last year. That's what I said. We're going to have the, the the no gimmicks needed rewind to show y'all that uh, that um dark side of the ring. And this man was crazy, mm-hmm. but he also he, he lived a very very hard life, also. But and so some of the he he went through and he was real. And one of the things that I did like th- this past weekend after hearing the news was, did, did you see uh, Paul Heyman on Talking Smack? I didn't see it, but I seen him put the X up. Yeah. He gave, you know, a true, like, holding back to because, you know, say, they went ECW together, of New Jack and talk about, you know, how he was real and how they had a copyright for the music to be playing, you know, Natural Born Killers and stuff like that. And just basically how authentic he was and how he was on the microphone, because you can't take that away from New Jack. I mean, but the, 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 the guy, the guy was crazy. And he, uh, when you you can't think of ECW or hardcore wrestling did without he, thinking of New Jack. Did he tell the story about how he almost died? You talk about when you talk about when uh, homeboy fell on his head. No, when Paul when Paul Heyman almost died because of a New Jack incident. No. Uh, it, it, I, I mean, I mean, you you can go ahead and tell us that story. I would like to hear. It. Yeah, I'm just gonna say whatever venue they was at. Somebody said the N word, and uh, they went and the wrestlers went fighting. <laughs> the police was like, "Y'all gotta leave." They said, "All right," and then they kept fighting. And Paul Heyman said, "Hey, you don't got enough bullets to, to kill everybody, so you gonna kill like six of us, and that's it." Heyman said that. So, anyway. Heyman said it to the guy that said the N word or New Jay. No, to the police. Oh wow! Yes, and it's, it's, you probably got enough bullets to kill about six of us. The rest of us gonna still be here swinging. Yes. What you want to do? So <laughs> I guess I, all right. I don't know how exactly they got. All right, you know, stuff happens. I guess, but whatever. I guess whatever happened, they uh, resolved the situation. Exactly. So. 
Now, I'm going to be honest. I'm sitting here honest with you. I'm not going to sit here and lie. New Jack, I was never a big fan, a, a big New Jack fan. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Now, I was never a huge, big New Jack fan. And I'm not the biggest fan of, you know, that kind of hardcore wrestling. And, I mean, it was it cool to see, you know, one one of my own, like, as a, as a black guy go up there doing it? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but uh, I've only seen New Jack live one time. He was at, he came to Philly, of course. Uh, House of uh, Hardcore was doing, uh, uh, what was it, uh, Icons of Wrestling event. And he was going to be there signing autographs. And I was, and I remember my friend Quattro was sitting there like, yo, I got the ECW original shirt. I want New Jack to sign this shirt. And then so I came out, I was like, hey, yo, you give him to sign the shirt? He said, yo, bro, I was scared to go over there. And I was like, why? So I, bruh, I walked up to the table. New Jack, before, I, I, I got to be about 20 feet from his table. He's eyeing me. And I'm like, yo. And as I walked close to the table, he never took his eyes off me. The most, and he just sitting there, like, I'm like, is this man gonna pull a gun from underneath the table or something? Like, why he looking at me like this? And I just kept, a, I gave him a head nod, and he ain't do, he ain't flinch. And I just kept a walking, like, oh shit, I did not feel good vibes over at that table at all, and. That was the only time I kind of met New Jack. Like, seeing him live in person, stuff like that. I ain't talked to him or do nothing else with him. I was like, but he was just sitting there. And I was just like, oh, my God. This, this guy this guy, this, this guy got a eerie craziness about him, though. Uh, <laughs> would you give that your is, thoughts on New Jack? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> he said he can't do what? I, I I don't know. I, would that be? Would that be? I'm gonna just say R.I.P. Those are my thoughts. I do understand. I said, look, the man was controversial. We know that there are people out there that look. Let's just be real. They're happy he's dead because there have been wrestlers that have of, died that he has, you know not shed a tear for and has made it very hard such as all the stuff he said about uh, Brian Christopher oh I thought you were going to say you know I was going to say oh, oh Chris yeah he said oh, he had a, a couple shoot interviews about him oh yeah but first of all oh, oh, well, he said I would kill him myself you know so there's you a you know he's not lying either he ain't lying. That's what I'm saying. New Jack is as real as they come. He is as real as they come. And like I said, I'm not going to sit up here and try to give a whole soliloquy about New Jack and make it seem like, you know, he's one of my favorite wrestlers. Or he, he wasn't. And, I, you know what I'm saying, I wasn't even a fan of that style of wrestling. And some of the things that he did, I was like, bro, bro, you just, I don't know how you give me half the stuff like that. And after trying after try to actually meet him, Physically, for the first time, like, yo, bro, I'm naturally nervous around you. Because you're giving me that, you know, aurora of you. So, I'll just, I'll feel good. I, I, I give my RIPs and my rest in peace. If you guys want to know more about New Jack, I recommend you guys check out The Dark Side of the Ring Season 2. The Life and Crimes of New Jack. That, that thing was deep. It was. And there's the things that probably going to make you mad. Justify whatever the case may be. But you know what? Uh, still, family shouldn't have to go through that. And uh, like I said, I think he has a son. His son is gay, isn't he? Oh, he, he got like, two. Then. He must got two kids. Yeah, I was say he kind of disowned him. It's, it's, it's terrible. And uh, you know, he I do got a wife. So I don't, I don't know if that's his wife or his girlfriend. I thought it was his she, wife. It probably was his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I necessarily <laughs> don't know, but rest in peace to him and condolences to his, his family and whoever out there who is a New Jack fan. You know what I'm saying? I'm not taking that away from you at all. So, but this week on Dark Side of the Ring, we got uh, the was the, the life and times of Nick Gage. 
the ultraviolence of Nick Gage. The ultraviolence of Nick Gage. So it's like, well, if you, if you want to see New Jack, well, here go, here, here go white New Jack for y'all. Because this guy was crazy too. Now, once again, Nick Gage, I, I'm not... First of all, let's, let's just get into it like this. Prime, how do you feel about death matches? I'm not a fan of... Like, okay, I guess it sounds weird. I like the... I like the I somewhat like the uh, Cactus Jack and Terry Funk death matches and the Barbed Wire death matches and the Onita death matches, but mm-hmm. I'm not a, I'm not like a ECW death match type of person. I think I got the just I, I think I can, like I, just gigging, just gigging and just throwing vacuum cleaners and all that and you know just whatever you can find, mm-hmm. light tubes and all that. I was never a light tube person. No, I, I, I I'm not a fan of. The light tubes, the burnt, the the, the 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 fire that don't burn. Uh, well, I mean, what that don't that doesn't go out. The cinder blocks, the barbed wire bits. You know the big thing I don't like about it. It's not the fact that they are always doing it. It's the fact that they no sell it or it's a kick out, mm-hmm. and they got to keep upping themselves. I'm like, like I they they, they were showing uh footage. Of you know guys giving some Michinoku drivers off the top of a rider truck. No, that so, was that was him and um, oh my god, Janella. Oh. That, that's why I first knew who that was because he he did that. Yeah, I think get, Janella had like broke his like tailbone or something on that. <coughs> Doing a, like a Michinoku driver off the rider truck through these uh. Light, uh, these fluorescent lights and stuff like that, and there's a kick out. That move right there is a finish alone, and and they think it's cool to keep kicking out that that, that stuff is not entertaining. And if it, if they do hawk wrestling within a way of a storyline, like I didn't mind that I didn't mind a John Moxley Kenny Omega lights out match. Well, you got to think about it too. Their audience is just bloodthirsty, so the more blood, the more. They yeah. Like so I'm I've never been like that, but I, some people would think if it ain't if it ain't no blood, they don't like it. It's like the more yeah. you get hurt in real life, the more that they the more that they like it. They don't care about your your health. You're right. Well, then we enter in the gauge. So, uh, like I said, and the heat was big in CZW. I hated CZW back then. I still don't like CZW like that. Back then, I was like, ECW was a thing, and then after, of course, WWE just bought all of the companies and stuff like that, and CZW was getting big, and Ring of Honor was getting big. I was like, oh, God, CZW, I did not like Combat Zone Wrestling at all. Yeah, no, nah, I didn't like it. I mean, I still don't like the style. It's just, don't, it's not a, it's like they try to be ECW, but, like, we can be more extreme, but it's like, they're not more extreme, they're just more stupid, in my opinion. Well, you know, it, it's not even as a pit. I agree with you because it is stupid. And a lot of these things that these guys are doing, I'm like, y'all don't even have the resources to protect your guys. Y'all don't even have enough money to pay the medical bills. And so, say, like, y'all don't have an ambulance on standby. Y'all don't have, you know, fire extinguishers to put out these guys. Some of them don't. And I'm like, why would y'all even do a, a spot with fire? Or 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 you don't have the fake fire where the fire can actually go out or its own do contact, but you you don't have no fire extinguisher. I'm gonna tell you this stupid spot I seen that happened day before yesterday is a dude oh. had his crotch set on fire and then had it put out with a uh, not a lawnmower but a weed whacker and it didn't go out so he was just like on fire. <laughs> Is I heard about that. I heard about that. I didn't see it because I didn't want to, but I heard about it, and I was like, "This is so stupid." Yeah, this was like this. And, like, and this guy's run. I heard the guy running around, and they don't have no fire extinguishers. Mm-mm. So why would you do a spot and set your crotch on fire? Like, how is that even entertaining to the wrestling match? I don't know, but we'll get into a fire spot later on. Yeah, so uh, it introduced us to, to Nick Gage, and you know the company. So you know it started off with a bang with um, him in this this death match tournament where they're like in this in this this field, 
mm-hmm. when it's just like 30 people. Tournament of death. Yeah, tournament of death. So then they got these fluorescent lights around there. They, he threw, huh? So, so I've never seen a CZW like that, like like as far as knowing what event is what. But for some reason, I knew this event. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I was like, oh, I, I, I've seen this event before. Not knowing, like, I didn't know what happened at the end, but I'm saying I knew, like, this event is the one that they always play. I guess because they was just the only one that was outside or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I'm like, yeah, I know this event. So, uh, he has this matchup, and the guy throws or on the ring ropes. They have all these fluorescent lights that's there. He throws them through the lights, and one of them cuts a major artery. Mm-hmm. This man is bleeding buckets underneath his armpit. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm before we get into that. You know how mad I am. No, you got a Jordan jersey. You got a disrespect. Oh, he, he got a whole classic Jordan jersey on, and that Jordan's blood everywhere on him. Disrespect. Yeah. He's up there talking about some yo. Just bandage me back up so I get back to the match. I'm like, bruh, you dying right now? Yeah. So, did, you, did you get a part? Where he was like, can I at least try to make it go back there? Y'all can stop me to make it look like I was trying to go back. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yo, bro, for 30 people? Screw them people. So they had to get him a helicopter rescue because the ambulance could not get to wherever field they was in. And yeah. they, helicopter rescue, and then... Well, got... I I think they could have... Um, he could have went in the ambulance, but like they were so far away from any hospitals or anything to where it's like, you have to get a helicopter. Yeah. And so, then, uh, just real quick... Uh, for context, what they did show is Moxley actually came out and finished the match. The match for him. Who came out and finished the match for him? Moxley. Moxley, yes. Yes. Came out and finished the match for uh, finished the match for Nick Gage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah John, that, was, that was crazy. It, it, that God, that was. So he he's in the helicopter and he legally dies for seven minutes. Yeah. Like he oh, flatlines. Long time. And he legally dies for seven minutes. So I, I was like, maybe that would give him a new new lease on life or something like that. No, so but then after that happens kinda like so they, now we're going backwards. So now we're talking about how he used to grow up and um he loved his mom and he unfortunately, you know, lost his mom to breast cancer and then he had a brother, uh and they used to watch Saturday Night's Main Event with, uh, what was it, his grandfather or his dad? His dad. His dad, all the time. They wouldn't do that. But they seen the Terry Funk and Cactus Jack matchup, you know, Mick Foley and Terry Funk and doing the C4 and stuff like that. And that's what they wanted to do, especially with that backyard style and how they had the barbed wire. And then they would have, like, little barbed wire matches. Bar- These kids having barbed wire matches. Yeah, kids, yeah. I'm like, Legit barbed wire, too. <clears throat> no man, this is um stupid. <laughs> so uh you know uh you know he talks about that and uh we get more into the story, like you know, we get to some 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 character pieces where then he, he started getting into uh what what the style of wrestling he was, it required uh pain pills, oxycodone so this stuff that my parents take. And this is, this is a very powerful drug, and he is like you know getting more into the drugs and getting zooted. So he's supposed to have a match with his brother because his brother got into professional wrestling also. What was his brother's name? Do you remember his brother's name? Uh, Justice Payne. Justice Payne. So he's supposed to get a match with his brother, and then he was he he was Jeff Hardy zooted in the ring, almost Scott Hall level. What had to help him out, and his brother slaps the hell out of him so hard. They try to, you know, snap him out of it. It don't really work. Then he just gives him his finish, which uh, kind of dislocates his shoulder. <laughs> yo, he, yo, talk about pissed. His brother put him a fish and just say, oh, fuck this guy, man. And slammed him down and then pinned him and then just walked out. That was the last time he ever talked to his brother. That's funny. That's not funny, but that was like, right. Because when he did it, I was like, oh, it looked like he broke his shoulder. He was like, yeah, I hurt my shoulder. It, it, I was like, it, obviously. Because all the letters, I just, yo, he laid around that shoulder. He said, I dislocated my shoulder. 
I was like, yeah, that's that's pretty much what's going to happen here for that. So now he's going down to a downward spiral of, you know, um, not having a place, and, uh, losing his money and going broke. And he's, uh, there's a time he was on his, he was with, with, with his girlfriend. They used to sit on the couch and then, then her mother finally kicked him out. And then uh, the owner of that, that deaf, when he was rushing out in the field. Yeah, CCW, whatever case would be. He, he found. No, the, the owner, he's the referee in CZW, but he's the owner of a GCW. GCW, okay. Found him in, in, in his house, and he was like, oh, man, you, you got to get clean. So now he really is hitting rock bottom. So then he get, he, he has the idea of going to rob a bank. Full face out, no hide, no identity, nothing. Not saying that y- y'all should take this idea and, you know, uh, go rob a bank. No, that's not what you should do at all. But... Hey, even uh, the person but, that robbed the bank I was in was more subtle than that. Say what? Even the person that robbed the bank I was in was more subtle than that. Yeah, oh my God. You was inside of a bank doing a robbery? Yes. <laughs> you want to call it that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, if you want to call it that. Sure. Uh, so, he goes around his bank, and then he comes back and gives the promoter of the G, it was the, 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 the GCW. Yeah. And it was just like, he's like, what is all this? He said, you know, money, I, I just, you know, robbed a drug. He said, no, man, these are fresh Chris Bills. You from a bank? And he said, yeah, so, but... It, Moxie gets his in this email, and he sees the security footage of Nick Gage robbing this bank. I think the picture made it so much funnier. It did. It <laughs> so, so did. If Moxie was just like, "Yo, this is clearly Nick Gage," and he he wears a mask and a bandana, come out to the ring all the time, but now this motherfucker don't even wear a mask. He just out there full face. So now he knows he's dead to right. So instead of saying, look, turning myself in, he goes to Atlantic City with his girl to blow all the money. He's like, I'm about to go to jail, so I might as well go have fun anyway. So he takes the money. I I, I don't know if they got into the amount he stole. And first of all, what year was this? Did, you, did they say the year? Um, 2010, I'm assuming. Oh, wow. I'm assuming it's 2010 because he... Because, uh, you know, he came out 2016 and then he came out 20, I think 15 and then, you know, so maybe 2010, 2011 ish. Okay, because, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't too familiar with the years he wasn't saying it. So he goes to, like, say, blows all this stuff. And then, you know, the guy kept calling him, like, yo, you ready to trade stuff in? You ready to trade stuff in? And he said, no, not yet. He said, finally, like, the ninth day, he said, yeah, I'm going to turn myself in. So he gets, um, Counts for was it uh, aggravated robbery? And he gets sentenced to five years in prison. Mm-hmm. Now he does serve four and a, four four of them years before he's out on parole. His girlfriend comes up and he's all excited to see him. And he and, oh, but while he was in jail, he started getting fan mail. So mm-hmm. it motivated him to say, "Look, I'm gonna be better. Be better rest. I'm gonna drop the cheeseburgers. I know you still get in prison." And then. He was, you know, start working out, start to build some muscle, and to get, you know, uh, well, basically, to not let let his his fans down. So he gets out of jail, and they like, okay, well, since you're out of jail, we're going to, you know, book this whole tournament around you to help give you some guidance called the uh, Nick Gage uh, Deathmatch Invitational. I think it was. Yep. Yep. And then they looking for him. They get another call. Well, by the way, by the way, they still do this to this day. I think the latest one they did, he fought Monster. I must. I think. If I okay, is this still CZW? Is this still around? No, it's it's GCW. GCW. Game, okay. Game Changer uh, Wrestling. But I'm saying like the most recent. I think Nick Gage thing that they did was Nick Gage and Moxley, and I was like March. Oh wow! Okay, I'm, I definitely, I definitely missed that. But but yeah, so it was it was very recent of them kind of going going at each other. But um, 
But but yeah, uh, my bad. You can no, no. no. So he, he does that, but then come to find out, he violated his parole, and now he had to go back to jail for two more years. Yeah. And he was pissed like, yo, I'm doing all this stuff, and you can't keep out of trouble. So he's back in jail for another two years. Mm-hmm. He, he get he, he gets out he gets out of jail. So is this when he finds out about his brother? No, it's when he fights David Arquette. Oh, the, oh, the David Arquette thing. So, now we go with David Arquette. By the way, this is when I first heard of Nick Gage. Okay. Now, the David Arquette thing. Now, David Arquette does have a documentary that's out. That's on Amazon Prime, I think it is. And uh, I, I'm glad I checked that thing out. But here's the thing. It came I, don't, out early. I, don't think it's about, I don't think it's about this, though. Well, they had footage of this match in there. Oh, so probably. I'm just saying because I know he was um he's in like three documentaries this year that came out. So mm. <laughs> Dave Arquette's been uh, around the way, I guess. around the way, Well, look, for those who don't know, David Arquette is an actor. Uh, but David Arquette is a huge wrestling fan, and David Arquette was a WCW. And he is a former WCW champion when he won it back in two, was it 2000 or okay. WCW Thunder? Yep. And that was just terrible. I, mean, I would say he even admits that it was promotion for the movie and he wasn't even taking it seriously. So he wanted to come back and take it seriously. Yeah, well, yeah, the fans hate David Arquette for that. So he decided that he, he wants to earn the fans respect. So he heard that, you know, they want to have a match with Nick Gage. A, a death match and he said cool so he sets up a dinner for him and the guy from GCW and everything like that to uh, had his match but he said I only got one rule don't cut me so he said alright but I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take this I'm gonna take this very seriously you know uh, cause this stuff in, he said in this, so this thing is real that glass you feel in that ring them lights and stuff like that all that stuff is real so they Arquette admitted he was he, he was in over his head. So <clears throat> they had a match and he beat the shit out of Arquette. It ain't like mass yeah, transit. Real quick, though, before you get into that. He uh-huh. said, look, he said, look, don't cut me. He said, All right. He said, You sure not? Don't cut me. He's like, All right, I'm not gonna catch you. He's like, All right, so we good, we good. But I'm gonna beat you up for real. He's like, Okay, I get that. Just don't cut me. He said, Okay. You know how many like confirm and Nick Cage Nick Cage even said yes, I confirmed him like four times. He still cut him. Yes, that that's that's the Yeah. Unfortunate. Exactly. You there's no way he getting it from around there. Because you know you know say that with New Jay, you knew that was gonna happen. You knew that's why people I don't see that people like that shouldn't be arrested, in my opinion. You're right. You take the trust out of it. You're like, yeah, take the trust out of it. It's like, I, I, I expect you to drop me on my head safely when I can when I ask you not to cut me, and then you just cut me. It's like, all right. And not only did he cut him across the head, mm. he cut him across the neck. Or he, he got cut across the neck somehow. With the, uh, with the light to That's, that's, there are there stuff is to say. First of all, Derek Kerr was out of his mind for doing that match in the first place. Well, yeah. yeah, he should have just did a regular match. Right? Yeah, and, and I go home against you no know, Nick Cage. So Nick Cage is uh, he's sitting there. He said he feels though that his trust was betrayed because Nick Cage was going. He was getting uh, all up amp in the crowd, and he wasn't listening to what they were asked him, and he takes out the pizza cutter, one of his trademarks. And he said you won't even mm-hmm. feel it, and he felt that thing in his mouth, and then he felt a thing across his forehead, and it cut him. Mm-hmm. Which is piece of cards are sharp, y'all. If nobody ever held a piece of card before, so you know, yeah, uh, and he, he thought that was it. <laughs> the fortune, <laughs> all right, not to laugh, but this next part to me was funny how Nick gave this. Yeah, what 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 happened yeah. in, that, in that next part? Like, cause they, he had the light to he hit him across the forehead with it, and he was like going to like jam into his head. Yeah, but Arquette was like, "No, I'm not doing this." And he moved and like it sliced him across the neck, <laughs> and then Arquette was like, "Yes, yeah, so I moved and it sliced him across my neck," and uh, I was bleeding. That's why that's how Arquette explained it. And then Nick Gage was like, 
yo, I seen him, stabbed him in his neck. I was like, did I just kill our cat? <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> exactly. So our, you can tell by the end of the match that our cat was not feeling this no more. He was like, yo, you going to get on him for, uh, you know, giving him the real moves. And then, you know, he pins him, he goes right back to his neck. And he told him he, he was in over his head for all trying to get involved in all that, which I do agree with. I mean, I don't think he was in over his head because he said, look, I would do a death match. As long as I don't get cut, I get beat up. I know it's tough. I do all that. But, like, for Arquette, for uh, for Nick Gage to get mad, you, Nick Gage is mad at David Arquette because Nick Gage cut David Arquette. It's like, you get mad at me because you cut me, and I'm mad at you because you cut me. He's gonna exactly. tell him, get out, stay down, or I kill you. He's like, come on, man. Well, he probably felt as though that he was a, you know, he wasn't too much of a wuss. Well, you know, you know how, how, how you would say it. But uh, after that, you know, things just started going bad for Nick Gage because his brother um, committed suicide and jumped off the Walt Whitman Bridge, which is not that far from me. Yeah, he said he looked like right in front of it. Yeah, so uh, they said the story was some cops was chasing him. I think he was high and paranoid, and uh, there's, the, there's the railing, and he jumps right off the railing, and then jumps off the bridge and kills himself. And he said the only note they left behind was just sorry, nothing else. So uh, that was actually heartbreaking. It, it kind of actually humanized. Nick Gage, because he, he really loved his mom, that he lost his mom to breast cancer. And then it's just like, you know, he comes out every day, sees that bridge from his brother, knowing that that's where he jumped off at. Then he had the whole, he was doing a speech in front of the fans, and thinking the fans. Then we go right into this MDK thing, the, the murder, the death, kill game that he's a, he's a part of. It talked about, you know, saying how the fans really had his back, and... He says that, you know, he, he's in terms that he's going to die young before he gets old and he wants to die in the ring doing one of the matches because doing what he loves to do. And that's basically all it was to the documentary. Unless I'm missing something. Uh, oh, oh, the whole set on fire. Oh, the whole set of, yeah. So, so the whole set of fire part was, you know, he doing, he, he's doing his match with, with the fire and he gets suplexed onto the table. But the table don't go out. And he's still stuck on fire. Now he said, "Stop!" He said, "That stop driving roll shit, man. That don't even work." But here's the thing: uh, how, he was not, he was not doing that. I'm about to say, how you gonna say stop driving roll don't work when you clearly weren't doing it? Say that shit don't work. You weren't even, you didn't stop, get down and roll. You sat up there and it was all on your, you was on your feet first off, and you tried to roll. And you heard him took off your shirt. You just felt that shit burning your skin. That's why. Oh God! I was like, really? Yeah, that was, and I was—that's what one of the things right there. I was like, I don't understand, you know, the, the purpose or the culture behind this, you know, these matches. Yeah. You know, it's a—it's uh, really terrible. But that was episode two. I know there are people, some there are people that that kind of skipped it or kind of watched it. But how did you feel about it? I mean, pretty much was the, the New Jack episode of the season. Say what? It was pretty much the New Jack episode of the season. I think the that Well, I did the New Jack episode. was a better episode. Well, well, yeah. He was he was funnier. Yeah. It was so. it was uh, it was cool though. Say what? It was cool just to see it, but I probably wouldn't watch it again. Did he. I mean, yeah. Uh, well, next week is the uh, the war in the Coliseum, right? Yeah, uh, Korea. Okay, WCW in uh, Korea. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, that that should, that should be a good one. How you feel about that one? Uh, that's, that's probably the one I'm looking most forward to, aside from the plane ride or the uh, the other thing, the. Uh, Another episode I can't wait. That's one of the one I'm looking most most forward to. Mm. Okay, well, 
uh, like I said, I, I, I keep forgetting. Everybody keeps saying the play right from hell. I was like, oh, snap, I didn't know they are actually going to do that this season. But sure, I can't wait for that episode. I mean, nobody dies from anything like that, but it was just a long play ride. I mean, I don't know who they're going to get to talk about. I don't know who's going to talk about it. Everybody that's going to talk about it said that they was, like, not coherent. So I don't know. Mm. Well, I mean, I guess it's so that we well, like, probably so that we Mark, huh? I'm be like me and Mark Callis talking about it. Me, oh, well, see, you know, I, I don't need to hear about you know the knives at the back and stuff like that. No, he did talk about it though. Okay. Well, he didn't say like he ain't going to detail, but he did talk about him like uh, seeing uh, choking out Angel. Mm-hmm. He did say that. Alright, well we're gonna uh make sure you guys check it out. Like I said, we're putting up the the, the rewind this week so y'all can check out New Jack and then next week we got the at at, at Colossal Award in Korea with WCW and I'll put up another uh Dark Side of Ring rewind along with some other podcast rewinds as well. So don't just think that's gonna be the only thing y'all got y'all guys are gonna get. So moving on to more news, man. Your girl Selena Vega. Uh, we we seen how WWE treated Selena Vega, and how they took her out of here, and they fired her because she refused to take down her Twitch stream. Which I think is an unlawfully rule anyway for them to try to try to make bank off what the superstars are doing. Because after a lot of them shut down, they end up having their own kind of branding for WWE purposes, where they can go and make some money off it. That's all it was. And it's so that she had to be the one to be made example out of, and they had to fire her. So I figured after the releases come, Alistair Black has to be going. Well, apparently he's not. Alistair Black is still on SmackDown. So there's been reports that Selena Vega is back in the Performance Center and training to come back to WWE. I wouldn't stop taking it, but sure. Say what? I don't know. I'm going to take it because they, they, I don't know. She just, she could have been doing what she was doing. Well, it, it's hard to say because uh, I know she probably liked that job, but then once again, I don't know what AEW offered her. You know, but once again, they really can't offer you because they got the 90 day no complete clause. So that would be against their contract to go talk to people like that. But uh, hers is over. Or hers probably ended like not that long ago. Say what? Hers probably not ended not that long ago. Probably like in April, maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Well, there's rumors here that she was filmed walking in with Simone Johnson to the performance center. Most likely, probably you know, trying to get back into it. If, if I mean, the, I, I, I will say because I did not hear, I did not know that if she walking in with Simone Johnson, that's I don't know how I feel about that one. Mm. Simone Johnson like her like not protege, but like that's her like her mm. partner when it comes to training. So she can be there for Simone and not have to be doing anything with WWE at all. That's what people looking into. I didn't know she was there with Simone. Like, if she was just there by herself. I can see that, but if she's there with Simone, I'm like, her and Simone are basically like almost sisters at this point. I, she could have been just training with her, but you know, I'm just looking at both sides. So, how how would how, how would you feel if she came back and basically forget forgave WWE and came back and got her job to come back to Raw or SmackDown? I mean, it depends on her role. If she's just coming back just to be uh, Ruby Riot, I I would not do that. I'm just being honest. I would I wouldn't come back just to be a Ruby Riot. That's just ba- barely there. Hey, I just I mean, I'm just, that's just my opinion. No, I mean, I agree with you too. But then once again, like I said, if she wants to be with her husband, they're gonna see. What they could promise her, or they just wanted to fire her to make an example. 
out of it. But, you know, obviously, there needs to be change. The reason why there is not going to be no change when Vince is still in charge because of shit like this also. He know that people are going to run back because, look, every time somebody goes to Impact Wrestling, they, they go over there and they're just sour about WWE. We just seen our brother the real rant about that for nights. And there really is no other place to go. And, you know, eventually, if you want that opportunity, you want that exposure, you want that WrestleMania moment, you're going to bring, you know, your ass back home. And I think that's what they're doing uh, for Selena Vega. I'm not saying it's true, or the case may be, but I wouldn't be surprised if they were going to try to get the resources to get her back. Because then you look at Drake Maverick and you're like, hey, man, well, that, that whole situation has helped out for him. He cried on camera and got his job back. Just real quick. Yeah. I just seen a tweet from Chris Jericho. Oh, I don't know if you've been keeping up with the news of what WWE said. But he said zombies. Zombies? Why they just hit wrestling back 30 years? Yeah, yes. Okay, I'm about to say, I, I thought... You, I thought you he said something else. I, I, just, I don't know if you've seen the tweet that Vince said that AEW said wrestling that 30 years when he did the, uh, the blood and gut. Yeah. So they just been going back and forth every week saying the same thing. Yo, Vince don't barely be on Twitter, so him going out there saying stuff is uh kind of crazy. I think it's funny. I don't think he said it on Twitter. I think he said it in like a, like a call, some kind of video conference call or something. Oh, that, that's a good response from Jericho saying, yeah, zombies? Really, nigga? Excuse me. Really, dude? Because, yeah, that definitely says back. Because you already know uh, tomorrow Jim Cornette will get up on this job, too. I mean, hey. Hey. I might have to tune in on that one. Uh, with the Jim Cornette one? Oh, yeah, I, I, I would love to hear what Jim Cornette will say about them zombies. So last week, me and Prime talked about the a uh, the A and E documentary series that comes out, and every Sunday they do a new show. So obviously, we record these on Sundays. So the Shawn Michaels show came out this Sunday, but they also showed the previous episodes throughout the rest of the weekend. So I took the time because we, last week we talked about how the Booker T documentary didn't even add or really discuss about the the, the whole Triple H storyline for WrestleMania 19 and how it was racially charged and motivated and all that other stuff like that. But they did still show the documentary and I still think it was a very good documentary. It was good, but I was like, so this man just wasn't in TNA, like, at all? You know, see, that's that's another thing. I was like, yeah, because once again, if you recognize, you you know what made him go to TNA, right? Yeah, <laughs> because remember, even that that SummerSlam match that Triple H came back, you go against mm-hmm. King Booker, and he kind of like glorified squashed him. Yeah. That didn't make him happy. Like Triple H returned, and really the match was only like seven minutes long. He came back and glorified squashed King Booker, and let everybody know that he's the true king of kings. Yeah, but like. I'm not gonna lie to you, and I don't. I, the whole career retrospective of Booker and all that, but his TNA run was probably his not his best run, of course, but like the most fun he probably had because he could he was doing whatever he wanted to, and it was entertaining. In my opinion, Are you mean tell me Black Snow and him in the main event mafia just saying whatever? Oh, come on, man. it was just how can you not include that in the Booker T documentary? I mean. The- I agree with you. Like I said, the WD has their has their stuff, you know, at the helm of this thing, and they're not going to. And it's like all the Triple H story stuff they they cut out, you know, because uh, mm-hmm. whether they don't want to like a bad person, where the case may be. But those those two things, especially the one at SummerSlam of twenty uh, two thousand seven, was like I got to get out of here. I've got mm-hmm. to get out of here. So then he went the uh, uh, TNA and. Yeah, he did. He, I thought he did a, a good job in TNA as well. Uh, he debuted a gear that I really like, which is probably petty, but that, that red gear that he got, come on, man. All time. But, uh, but yeah, nah. Uh, we learned some stuff in this documentary. I did not know he had an older son. I did not know that neither. 
Yeah, apparently he's the oldest son that's in jail. So, uh, and yeah, I, you know, we, we we got we got Stevie Ray here also. Of course. But yeah, uh, you know, first of all, I did not know that when he was younger and he got arrested for a robbery that he they had made like ten successful robberies before that. Oh, he just did one and done. Nah, this man was a man. We're living on the edge. So you know him him getting booked by the cops stuff like that. I like the story we talk about. The cowboy was saying, "I'll see you back here," and you know he made it a point to say, "Yeah, no, you won't." So I like that. They like like the grocery store stuff. Even though the one thing I'm mad about when it came to the the Booker T and Stone Cold thing is he never had the power blow off match. I never understood like why Booker T and Stone Cold never had that blow. Stone Cold is going to win the matchup. We get it, but I'm like at at SummerSlam or at uh, well no because we, we had the Rock and Booker he, T. I think he was mad, and that's why. What'd you say? He was mad at him. But it wasn't Booker. Well, why was Stone Cold mad at Booker T? No, Stone Cold was mad for a while for that that when he debuted, even though they was working together and doing all these segments. Oh yeah, Stone Cold was mad for a long time. Until after he retired, he was still mad. When uh, Booker uh, did that kick and, and hurt his back, it did. I mean, but you know, it ain't like he was going a lot of places with that. Uh, you know, with that injury anyway, because uh, that's the amount of time Stone Cold had to add to that he walked out. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, when it comes to, like, that match with Booker and him doing all that, he was like, I think he was going to do it, but he was just, like, so upset. I remember him reading about it. He was just so upset with Booker at that time. He didn't want to keep working with him at all. So that's why we got just the segments and not really, like, matches. Well, even still, uh, it was the whole grocery store thing is still gold. Of course, Booker T yeah. can't beat up in the grocery. Okay. I, I like how they, they talked about that, but I do I like all of their out of the ring segments. Honestly, better than their matches. If I'm being honest. Well, yeah, like I said, I like, still I, I still wish they had the blow in the church. They're playing bingo. Oh yeah, that was funny. And all the other things, rather than them actually being in in a match, but you know. But like I said, I, I would have loved to seen you know Booker T taking on Austin. And like the blow off, blow off match of a pay per view, and then, you know Austin wins, gets a stunner, and then you move on from there. But I think Booker T could have gave you, a, he definitely gave you a good match and give you a good story. So, uh, yep. that you know, that was cool. Just just hearing from Kevin Nash and, and Stevie Ray and his sisters and Charmel, who still looks good. Of course, they didn't talk about Vince being saying the N word because they wasn't. Oh yeah, you knew they weren't gonna say that. Yeah, and I, I, like just, that. I just, I just wish we didn't have all this conflict in when it can't come to our, you know, television watching stuff like that. I just wish that we can get into the, get into the story. I like I, I, I need a dark side ring for that. I want to get into the story of the whole SummerSlam Triple H thing in 2007, the Triple H thing in 2003. Like, how does Booker really feel about that? Booker gives me answers because he's at WWE. Oh, yeah. But I, I, I want... <laughs> I, don't, which I don't understand why he said... I'm like, you can easily go to AEW be, like, be there for one day a week or one or one day for, like, a, a month or whatever and still get paid the same amount, probably. So, you know, that's just me. No, I mean, I, 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 I agree with you on that one. I would say, so he's not going to give the answers that you're obviously looking for deep down because you you know who he's uh, working for, unfortunately. So, but the, the overall document was still good. They did cut out a huge chunk and went right into the reality of wrestling stuff that he does the whole the wrestling promotion. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's so much stuff that's here that, you know... <clears throat> And they could talk about stuff like that, so I I, I don't I, I don't know, but it, it was overall inspiring. I think it was pretty good. I think that was one of the better ones out of all the documentaries. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious to see how they're gonna do. They, they're gonna do Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, which because we, we've seen this story done to death. I was just watching uh, the regular Dark Side of the Ring yesterday. Um, 
the whole uh, Bret Hart thing, and, and uh, I was like, man, you know, how much times I've seen this already? So the Booker T one felt, felt kind of fresh. I still wish they, they dug deeper into some of the, the especially the racial problems of, that he dealt with, other than them just saying, well, they called us everything under the sun when we was the Ebony Experience. I'm like, bro, no, you know what I'm talking about. I just, I just wish they would have got more into that. All right, probably you did not see the ones in that war, did you? You can't remember. Uh, can't you? No, I cannot remember. Okay. I don't even. So we might. I, I said we might as well just end the podcast here. I'll probably try to do the Wednesday. Well, you know, the AEW NXT stuff because I did want to talk about um, the Chris Jericho promo that he had on AEW because the whole thing with between that and the blood and guts thing was like. That, that, that bothered me. I know, I, mean, they didn't, I know they announced the Seamus Stampede, but I'm like, I don't know. I thought Jericho was going to like be injured and go away, but he was still there. I'm, I'm about like, to say, that, that cheapens, the, even if he was making fun of it, that cheapens the fall from blood and guts. He just came back so, after a week. So he's going to have to take a worse bump to get injured. Yeah, he's going to have to take the Matt Hardy bump. For real. Oh, that ain't happening. All right, we'll see. I'm just saying, but you can you, you can take a Sammy, you can take another bump that you know looks more deftifying than that than that one did. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Even though I was like, y'all could have had blood and guts at double nothing. I was like, I don't know if these guys for their characters fit in Stadium Stampede. The Stadium Stampede stuff was really good. The first one because he had Matt Hardy in there. In the Young Bucks and so much and, other and the stuff. Circle, and in the circle, was still a, well, you know, it was like a more of a comedy, like a real. All right, we'll do your funny, funny story. You know. Yeah, type thing. But now, I, I don't know. I was just like, okay, well, this, is, I don't know, it's how the same CMP is going to be, but I don't think it's going to be as good as the first one because of obviously who was in it in the first one and who was not going to be in it right now. Sean Spears is not a same CMP guy. I want to see along with. Uh, Dex Harwood and you know Dash, whatever. You know what? Actually, Sean Spears might be because if it's gonna be comedy involved, I think Sean Spears can be good. Maybe. When he was in when he was in NXT and he was doing the comedy stuff here and there, I thought it was okay. It was it was passable. Mm. Like, okay, that's funny. All right, guys, so it is now time for us to end the podcast this week and stuff like that. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure you guys uh, show us your support and check out spacesphilly.com. Uh, the best we're a part of, check out the podcast they have on there, Lulu Pop Plus One, Lulu Pop Horror Show, Both Sides Market Dark Show, another, another show I got to check out. Check out the Nerd Coalition stuff on there as well. Nerd, the the um, No Giving See the Wrestling Podcast, Nerd Guys to Talk Podcast, Turn Table about Culture and Beyond. Drunk Thoughts Over Tongue. Check us out on all the podcast apps, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, Google po- uh, Apple Podcasts. Take out the snippets on uh, YouTube Studios as well. Make sure you guys check out my main man, Prime Time, every single Friday on the Prime Nostalgia Podcast and also on Prime Conversations. He's on there every single Friday, so uh, uh, look him up and check that, check that thing out. It'll be dope. So, um, yeah, that's what we're going to leave you guys. Once again, I plan on getting back on my wrestling game this week, so stay tuned for the Rewinds. Me and Prime have had some very funny and interesting podcasts back in the past, so we want y'all to hear some of these snippets. Say it loud. Yo, bro. That shit was hilarious. (laughs) Free James Brown. Yep, say it loud. You got to say it like Hogan. James Brown, brother. Yes. Oh, yeah. God, hold me. All right, guys. So, this is NC and Pastry Channel 20 Stay in D. And not downstairs, but prime time. All right, y'all. Let's be real. Oh, there you go. All right. And uh, Q Flow, wherever you're at, take us out.
we're bringing nergasm to your ears. Welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.